Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. More of your thoughts and theories about the Ark of Infinity, the 20th anniversary Doctor Who special with Peter Davison versus Omega and the Space Chicken. Hey chickens, it's all your thoughts and theories. Um, Peter says, uh, I found myself at one point laughing uncontrollably at the Time Lord outfits. <laughs> it looked like it's a knockout. Oh my God, because I was so big and unwieldy. Uh, whenever you had a scene with them all together, it was the best as none of them could move. A lot of great eye acting. Yes, very, very silly. Uh, Michael says... Not Doctor Who's finest hour. The return of Omega was the biggest disappointment. It was a little because he didn't feel like the same character. Uh, Gorgeous Tim Hunter, um, who... I think Tim used to write for Doctor Who magazine. Did you, Tim? I can't remember. Um, Tim says, uh, Ark of Infinity promised so much but returned so little. On paper, it sounds great, but on screen, it was meh. Not an auspicious start to the 20th season. Uh, And then when I posted up the little picture on Instagram of um, the space chicken uh, and Omega standing side by side. Poor Ergon, poor Omega. A good villain written poorly by Johnny Byrne. Wait, didn't he destroy another two classic Pertwee opponents the following year, but that time included a pantomime giant reptile? Look, Tim, I know we could probably blame Johnny Byrne, the writer, but... I suspect it might have been someone closer to the producer who was insisting on all of these ridiculous nods to the history of Doctor Who. Now, I love a bit of continuity, but when you go back and watch heavy continuity-heavy episodes, you're like, eh. Um, and I think it might have been whoever the continuity advisor at the time was uh, saying, let's get... Omega back for the 20th anniversary. Anyway, um, let's not get on on that man's bad side. We'll all be in trouble. (laughs) 
now I got a message from James on the DM uh, who says, Coming soon, a new Doctor Who super adventure. That was how the ABC first advertised the story and start of the new season back in 1983. I do not remember that. That is gorgeous. Uh, it's another of those childhood moments that is seared on my memory, not only because of the expectations that it raised, but also for the fact that the ABC actually put effort into promoting the show. <laughs> Look, the... A friend of mine says that the ABC publicity department is where she's going to retire. Um, uh, look, I've been on... Uh, look, I've had many awful experiences with ABC publicity, but on the other hand, I know they have $7.50 to go around. <laughs> so the fact that they think putting a poster note up in the, the lift uh, is publicity, that's not their problem. Um, anyway, I shouldn't malign them because I'll probably have to work with them again next Thursday. It'll be... They'll be angry at me uh, if they bother to look outside their offices. Uh, Tom, the heroic master of pens, says, I actually thought I was looking at old school Ultraman monsters. Oh, Ultraman. Um, <laughs> yes, no, except Omega can talk. Although Space Chicken could be an Ultraman monster because no words. Uh, the delightful Rove McManus says, Oh, Omega. <laughs> It's trying to write OMG, but oh, yeah. Anyway, it's, it looks better on paper. Um, Ken Moss from the Exton Moss Experiment podcast says, I used to work with someone who had a neck just like the Ergon. <laughs> 200 years old with the affectionate nickname of Granny Death. 20 years later, she's still with us. Never underestimate psychosynthesis. <laughs> I never, I didn't understand what psychosynthesis was, and this has not helped. Um, uh, gorgeous Simon Exton, also from the Extamos Experiment podcast, says thanks to Adam Richard. I've rewatched Journey to the Center of the TARDIS and rather enjoyed it. Yay! We rehabilitated an episode. Woohoo! <laughs> um, by the way, I went to their Twitter feed the other day, uh, the Extamos Twitter feed, and there is the most bat poop crazy video of Jackie Lane, who played Dodo in the 60s. It's called Dodo and Company. It is berserk. Um, it's basically a, a re-edit of the canine company in intro sequence, but instead of, uh, <laughs> instead of Sarah Jane, it's Dodo. It's very strange. <laughs> Um, so for, let's go back into the episode. Uh, David says, our oh, poor Tristan, following the longest running doctor, was always taking the poison chalice. So Peter Davison back in the 80s was Tristan Farnan, is that his name? On All Creatures Great and Small. I didn't watch that show, so I didn't know. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, one of those uh, bucolic gentle dramas about vets, I think. Um, based on James Herriot books, am I right? I can't remember now. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, Nairi says, I laughed out loud when Castellan said, you can never doubt the Doctor! And then... <laughs> Since when, she says. He thought he was guilty the whole way through until that moment. The nerve! <laughs> and then Sue and Nairi on my Facebook page decided to have a weird conversation about um, whether Castellan was a title or a person. And Sue, um, uh, yeah, Sue wanted, said, was it a title or a person? And Nairi said, I thought it was a title, but I could be wrong. I mean, Time Lords do have a habit of changing their faces. <laughs> uh, and I uh, pointed out that Castellan Spandrel is Deadly Assassin, and there's Castellan Kellner in Invasion of Time, and they're different people, so that it implies that it's a post rather than a name. And apparently it's meant to be like the chief of police, like the 
police commissioner, Commissioner Gordon in space. Well, you know, we've got Alfred. We might as well have them all. Uh, let's get a full set. Uh, <laughs> um, and other Peter says, um, I can't help look at those dodgy chairs whenever they appear now. <laughs> Um, and uh, Nairi, she said the scream that Nissa did down in the crypt when she saw the chicken head was truly frightening. Yes. Well, if you saw that costume, you too would be terrified. Um, no special effects, but it looked like she was possessed by a demon that overstretched her jaw. Uh, the green effect on old Beetlehead as he morphed into a sweaty brown chrysalis and then into Peter Davison and then green bubble wrap and then green fuzz, Dr. Creeptastic. Yes, the makeup is always good. Um, I kind of sympathise with Omega. I'm sure that's how some people feel about lockdown. <laughs> They'd rather run free and die than go back into the abyss. Oh man, it is a very, very distressing time at the moment. Uh, I remember Peter Davison's episodes being very disconnected in their storytelling. This one has that feel. Oh yeah. Um, your great summaries are more enjoyable than the episodes. Thank you, Nairi. Uh, I miss <laughs> I miss that when I watch Whovians, your boyish joy searching for chicken head is reminiscent of you going off on one on the show before getting sprayed. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, I spray myself at the end of every one of these. Um, <laughs> I've just got a little pump bottle here. And the that spray bottle from Whovians was mine. Um, it was my, da <laughs> my Dalek bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, and uh, she also says Peter Davison as Omega watching the children's carnival show goes from weirdly angry and aggressive to sinister smile after the young boy shovels past him to watch that and this is jaw dropping scream in the crypt really increased the creepy scary freak out level of this odd episode yeah it's more disquieting for me than scary and you're right about that scene um, we've had no idea about Omega and like you know all our ideas of Omega are based on what he told us in The Three Doctors, which was 10 years earlier. Because um, this is the 20th anniversary and that was the 10th. Uh, whereas in this one, he's just like, oh, yeah, I don't, it's just, um, I just want to come back. I want to come back. Like, whereas in the other one, he was like, I'm tired of being alone here. And this one, it's just, I'm a bad guy doing bad things. And here is some badness. Like, it just, it didn't feel like an actual, uh, you know, he didn't feel like he was really exiled to the middle of nowhere, that he really had to, you know, rest himself back. But that scene with Peter Davison being him, I was just like, oh man, why? you know what would have been better is if he'd transferred at the end of the second episode and we had two whole episodes of Peter Davison being Omega and getting to do all of that dialogue like give him like all the speeches about why he wanted to come back how he felt betrayed and um also uh peter from the text messages rang me <laughs> earlier today and uh did point out why why does omega call chancellor head in time lord all the time <laughs> like he knows who he's talking to and also why did he have his voice disguised like who's who's he hiding from it's yeah it's <laughs> makes no sense it's a very stupid episode but i enjoyed it anyway because of space chicken okay <laughs> next time we are gonna go into another black hole we've had so many terrible black holes the eyes of harmony uh the black hole of tartarus i decided the best black hole we need to go 
into the two-part finale of Peter Capaldi's era. Uh, so in the next episode, we'll be watching World Enough and Time. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.